Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another series for Get Minted, where we empower men and women 45 and over to take control of their health and fitness. Uh, for this episode, we actually have our very own Darian Odell, who is a certified holistic nutritionist. Welcome, Hi. Darian. Hey, Andrew. <laughs> How you doing? So um, for this particular episode, we're actually going to be talking a little bit more about holistic living, um, what that means, what that entails, and how, how that actually benefits us um, in terms of leading a better life. So Darian, what's, uh, what's holistic living? What, what, is, what does that really mean? <laughs> holistic living is, um, it's living, but it's a more comprehensive and conscious way of living. So holistic living includes, you know, focusing on the mind, on the spirit, um, and on the body. Okay. Yeah. So what that means is like, you know, when you're focusing on your mind, you're trying to learn, you're trying to grow, you're focusing on habits, you're allowing yourself rest, which is hugely important so that you can continue to do the things that you love and the things you need to do. Um, spirit, uh, can be anything from religion and spirituality to, you know, connecting with nature, to being outside, to connecting with your community, to just kind of nurturing that need for connection that everyone has. Um, and then body kind of has two facets. It has the nutrition, the food you eat, the things that you put into your body, and then movement. Um, so exercise, fitness, just moving your body. Um, and all of that kind of combines into a holistic, conscious way of living. So it sounds like it's just more of just making sure we tie everything in, in terms of how we think, um, how we take care of our body and, and how we process everything that's around us. Is that exactly. a fair statement? Yeah. Yeah. So holistic living is just thinks of everything as being connected. Sure. Oh, and there's definitely a lot to talk about here in terms of the, the mind, body, and spirit. But I think what we want to do today is really focus on more of the body aspect of it. Okay. So you mentioned um, holistic in terms of body. So what, how does that come into play? Like, especially from a nutritional standpoint, um, what does it entail? What's involved? What does, what do we need to kind of get our hands uh, um, on in terms of just understanding? Yeah. So for the body side of things, I mean, there's, I think what immediately comes to mind is exercise. So, mm -hmm. you know, working out, going on runs, um, but it can be more simple than that, like going for walks, just like making sure you're moving. And then the side that I'm more focused on is the nutrition, the food, the, the stuff you're putting in your body. And for holistic nutrition, it's more focused on a whole foods, plant-based or plant-focused diet um, with, you know, no processed foods, um, if you're taking in any meat, then like knowing the sources, making sure that it's more sustainable than, you know, hot dogs, for example. Sure. <laughs> so, and when, and when you're talking about like whole foods, and I think uh, the gist of it in terms of whole foods is just more natural. It's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but when, when we're talking about natural foods, uh, I think it's pretty easy to understand that uh, natural foods are stuff that we can cook um, vegetables, uh, fruits, uh, anything that we can kind of get our hands on that just, that is in its most basic form. Exactly. Maybe that's a good way of putting it. Um, 
but is all items the same? So you uh, let give you an example. Um, everyone's kind of on this whole organic concept. Now, is there a big difference between organic and non-organic or is there? Yeah, so when you can, eating organic is the better way to go because mm -hmm. there's more rules in place for you know pesticides, for how the items are grown or treated if it's mm -hmm. you know, organic meat. Sure. Um, so that means, you know, organic meat wouldn't be pumped with antibiotics or hormones or things that change, you know, the nature of the animal um, and then pesticides and growing things like miracle Grow for sure. the plant. Um, so when you can, that's the best option. But I mean, there's, you know, there's so many different scenarios, like just doing what you can in every situation is the best method. Yeah. And, and, and I guess it's sometimes it could be very confusing. I mean, it's, does it, I know that there's a lot of, when you're looking at the labels and you're look, kind of looking at, at the various foods, it's listed whether or not that's the case. Yeah. Um, right. So um, that's an obvious, uh, obvious indication in terms of it being, you know, organic or what uh, grass fed or, or natural. Um, but what about, the items that don't necessarily list it is it is it necessarily is there a big difference between um just regular chicken breasts that you buy from a store versus a, an organic chicken breast yes there is a difference um but it, it, it depends on mm -hmm. you know like organic is one label but there's so many different nutritional labels out there so that's why it's so important to look at the labels um because just a standard chicken could be grown you know in a barn it could mm -hmm. like been in and there with thousands of other chickens had no quality of life um had a lot of antibiotics to prevent you know disease from spreading since they're all contained in this small enclosure where an organic free range chicken mm -hmm. um, can only have that label if they meet certain requirements. So free range entails that they have had some sort of land to run around in. So they're not just cooped up all the time. Um, and there's so many other layers to what sure. free range means, but um, those, those labels will let you know that you're getting closer to the most natural state possible. Got it. Got it. And what about processed foods? I mean, it's, it's obvious that these items that you cook and, and that sort of is one thing, um, but you can go into any grocery store, um, even the ones that are more whole-based whole or more natural-based. Uh, there's still a lot of items that are in there that is really processed. Is that, is yeah. that fair to say? Yeah, so it's really hard now nowadays, especially to avoid processed foods, and to some extent, processed sometimes processed isn't bad. Like for example, chia seeds. Um, if you grind them, you actually absorb more of the omegas versus just eating a whole chia seed. Um, and people like doing like the chia puddings and chia smoothies and stuff like that. And so that would be a whole chia seed. Um, but if you grind them up and put them in your oatmeal or your smoothies after they're ground, your body can actually absorb more, more nutrients. But by the standard of the word processing, that would be a processed food. Um, so it's, 
you kind of have to think about it. So like a bag of chips is not necessarily a healthy processed food, but ground chia seeds is processed um, and you actually get more health benefits. So it's using your best judgment and nine times out of 10, the unpackaged whole food that's in its natural state is going to be healthier than a bag of whatever. Sure. Well, I think anything in a bag or anything in a box has a lot more steps to it to be able to preserve it and, yeah. and maintain it in its state, especially before you purchase it. Um, so really, in terms of when you're talking about processing, like you, you mentioned chia seeds, um, what are some key indicators in terms of a process item that is considered healthier? So chia seeds is one. And honestly, I feel like a lot of people don't know that. They just know mm -hmm. that chia seeds are good for you and right. that you get omegas. Like some people might know that. Um, it's honestly, the longer the nutrition label, mm -hmm. the worse it probably is for you. Cause that means there's probably dyes in it. There's probably preservatives um, and there's more natural types of preservatives, but the more it looks like something that you would find on a farm, the better. <laughs> okay. Well, and, you know, and I think a lot of times we, we go and sometimes we do need a quick, quicker pick me up and something we don't have the time or we don't have the time to just go prepare a meal or, uh, you know, just a proper meal. So uh, even um, you go into a health food section and, and they have those packaged like little meal bars or, or energy bars um, and they list very simple items on it. Uh, are those considered fairly reasonable in terms of a, a, a quick pick-me-up process item or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like you're going to have to do what works for you in the moment. And right. obviously the planning ahead helps you make better choices. But if you're sitting there looking at, you know, a protein bar with like 12 different ingredients, half of them you can't pronounce, um, and a three ingredient protein bar with things you recognize, ingredients you recognize, that will be the better choice. And mm -hmm. like, that's all nutrition and health and like lifestyle really is, is making the best choice you can in the moment. So if, if that's where you are and you need to pick a protein bar, like pick the best one that you can, um, the best one that you can find. And then if that's not working for you, then like make changes based on that. Sure. And it sounds like the rule of thumb is read the labels and if you can pronounce it and you know what it is, then it's okay. Yeah, that's that's the good rule. <laughs> <laughs> and what if, uh, and and I think that's true for most of us. I, oftentimes we, we don't take the time to really look at the label. So we just look at an item and we look at the big print and, and mm -hmm. the big print will tell us, okay, um, certain amount of grams, uh, protein, uh, no sugar and, um, whatever the carb amount is and, uh, gluten-free fat-free and all that, but we don't necessarily know what's in it all the time. Yeah. Um, and so just making a point to just kind of looking at the label a little bit closely, more closely it can go a very long way in terms of making sure you stay holistic. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I think planning is a huge part of healthy living in general. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day -to, -day to let things get in the way to just grab the quick and easy thing because we're all busy we're all stressed we all have a billion things to do um so planning is key because your habits are stronger than your intention intentions if you want to eat healthy but you're not planning to 
you're going to fall back on your routine. You're going to fall back of just, oh, I'll grab a pizza on the way home. But if you take the time to plan, if you take the time to do some research for what's Mm going to work for you, then you're going to set yourself up for success. Got it. And really, I mean, you mentioned whole, like uh, holistic uh, nutrition is is whole foods. Um, I would imagine whole foods, not only on the, on the, from the standpoint of uh, meat, the animal products and that sort, but it's more plant forward. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so with, with plant forward, um, I mean, what are we looking at? Uh, it's obvious that depending on how the plants are actually grown, that could have an impact too, depending on what the farmers use and, mm-hmm. and that sort. So plant forward um, is a good concept for all of us to follow. Um, it's healthier as a whole, um, but even with that could, could have some, some, impl- or some implications in terms of it not being holistic, correct? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's where, you know, focusing on organic is probably better because you mm-hmm. at least know that there's some control going into what's going on the plants. Um, but again, yeah, it's making your best choice because if you go to the farmer's market and it's something straight from the farm, mm-hmm. um, it'll probably be healthier than that organic packaged salad that you get at the grocery store. It's sure. it's more fresh. It was just picked for you. Um, so it's doing what you can with what you have access to. Yeah. And so with, with all of that said, you know, it's obvious that nutrition comes into play. You talk about exercising and that sort. How does taking a holistic nutritional approach benefit an individual in terms of just body function and body awareness and that sort? Oh, how does it not? <laughs> um, I mean, it's, it's all about intentionality. The, if you're intentionally eating healthy, if you're intentionally moving your body, if you're intentionally working your mind, if you're like finding deeper connections, it all, it all feeds off of each other. So mm. you'll have more energy when you eat healthier, you'll start to like healthier foods more, the more you expose yourself to them and your tastes will change because our tastes are always changing. Um, and you'll have more energy to get in that workout that you promised you were going to do in your new year's resolutions. You will have more energy to play with your kids or your grandkids you'll have more mental clarity to focus on the projects that you're working on and complete them in the way you want to. So it all just feeds off of each other. Um, and it just makes things better. And does, uh, does it have any impact in terms of just how your body, um, operates as well? And I, I know that as we get older, we have little things that could affect us like arthritis or inflammation or, um, just, body stiffness or, or what have oh, yeah. you. Yeah. So impact in terms of better foods is going to potentially take some of that pressure off, I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a whole foods plant-based diet is designed to give you the nutrients your body needs. So I think a big misconception is that since it's called a diet, um, you're not eating as much, but you're eating so many fruits, so many vegetables, so many whole foods, whole grains, beans, like all these really filling things that are filled with macronutrients and micronutrients and phytonutrients that give your body and your cells the things it needs to fight off illness, to help fight off our arthritis or high blood pressure or anything. Um, it gives your body the tools that it needs to keep you living better longer. And I, and I think a lot of times we, I mean, it's obvious that, um, 
one thing that we actually go for is, is more taste. Right? Yes. So we we're, we're dri- our our palates are driven based on on all our, all of our taste buds in terms of what tastes good. Um, and sometimes it's really based on what we were brought up with, and um, yeah. in terms of of the foods and nutrients and everything. Um, and one of the challenges that I've you know, I have found over the years is that the good, the stuff that tastes good isn't necessarily good for you. Is that, is that a fair statement? Yeah. I feel like that's the common sentiment for most people. Yeah. yeah. And, and so with that, um, it's obvious that we are, we have been exposed to all these various types of processed foods or, or, or goods that taste great doesn't really have too much value um, but it sounds it sounds like it's that that tide is starting to turn a little bit yeah that whole foods are getting a little bit better and 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 just kind of familiarizing ourselves in terms of how to eat better with more natural ingredients and still have the flavor yeah I Uh do think that is a really underrated um idea in the health world, in the nutrition world, people think healthy is bland. They think it's plain chicken, plain rice, plain Mm -hmm. salad, but it's not. It's, you know, herbs are so good for you. If you Mm -hmm. add oregano, if you add thyme, if you add cinnamon, like you're not adding any negative nutrients. You're not adding sugar, you're not adding salt and your body needs the phytonutrients in those herbs. So just cooking healthy foods with seasoning game changer <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and what are and you you mentioned a couple of items in terms of like herbs for flavor and everything mm-hmm. um what are some spices or what are some seasoning that is actually considered good for us as well honestly any any or like not the mixes don't get like the montreal steak seasoning because there's mm-hmm. a bunch of salt there's preservatives there's mm-hmm. other things to enhance it but if you i mean if you're making tacos for example like chili powder, cayenne pepper, some lime juice, uh, some cumin, a sprinkle of Himalayan sea salt and some pepper, like great flavor, like all the flavors you're looking for in a taco, Mm -hmm. none of the negative health effects of the prepackaged taco seasoning that you could buy at the store. Um, Any fresh herbs, basil, oregano, thyme, they all have massive health benefits. and it's, as long as it's not mixed with all the salt and the preservatives and stuff, then sure. you're, it's healthy. So, I mean, really the spices, so spice packs are made up of a bunch of spices and herbs and everything already kind of put into it. It's, it's pre-made for you. Yeah. Um, but to so be able convenient. to package it. Yeah, it's convenient. So uh, with that, I, it sounds, it's based on just a little suggestion on your end. It's, it's not that hard to create a seasoning that you can actually enjoy. And, and have all the benefits in terms of uh, the just getting all the nutrients and, and everything out of it yeah. and we still have the taste. Yeah, exactly. And you can make a large batch ahead of time. So mm-hmm. you're not you know, scrambling to do it all at once. There's lots of ways to save time by planning so that you can enjoy the foods you want to enjoy in a better way. Yeah. And, and what we've, uh, yeah. And so I noticed that, you know, especially more so now is that we are, a lot of us are missing key vitamins and minerals. Um, and a lot of it has to do with just the way we approach our eating. Um, so what, what is the easiest way to 
I mean, it, maybe a, a better way of asking is a multivitamin. Is it really necessary, number one, or can we actually get all the essential vitamins and uh, minerals that we need, need through just eating properly um, on a daily basis without needing that? Um, that's the first question. And the second is, if we have to go with the multivitamin route, are they holistic enough? Are they natural enough for the most part? Or are most or are all vitamins equal, or are they not? Oh, okay. Tough question. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot to be said about vitamins, um, and just like the nature of our food today. Because um, there's two sides of. There's two opinions basically. Um, some people think if you're getting all the nutrients and you need then you're good. So if you get in these, you get in all the herbs and the phytonutrients and the protein and the carbs and the, all the things, then mm -hmm. you should be good. But in this day and age, there's a lot of practices that diminish the nutrients from like at the source. So soil not having enough nutrients to provide a fuller plant. Um, some people think we're lacking nutrients that we would normally get from a typical bundle of spinach just because of the way uh, farming practices occur. So if you, if you go by that standard, um, then a, a multivitamin is a good idea because then you know you're getting in the nutrients that you need. Even if you're, you know, if you're eating veggies, if you're eating fruits, if you're eating all the things you should be eating, at least you know you have a vitamin that's providing backup. Um, and that doesn't hurt. But with vitamins, you have to be careful because they are not all created equal. Um, there are no specific rules or requirements for vitamins. So you have to be very, very careful when you go in, like going into a store and just grabbing a multivitamin off the counter is not a good idea. Um, and people, I feel like any nutritionist would say, like, don't do that. Sure. <laughs> um, so if you do want to make sure that you're bolstering your diet with a multivitamin, the key is to go to someone you trust, uh, make sure that that company does third-party testing so that you're not just taking their word for it because they're not regulated by the FDA. FDA. They're not regulated by anyone. Um, they're just telling you it's healthy and that can mean anything. Um, so making sure it's third party tested, making sure it's tried and true, um, and making sure it works for your body and like listening to your body and how it reacts to taking that vitamin. Um, because there's no way of knowing just if that vitamin off the counter actually has the ingredients it says it does. Sure. Yeah. And, and I think that's, uh, that's sound advice for any, any one of us. Um, you know, it's one of the biggest things is the way I look at it is the food that you, or the nutrients that you put into your body is going to dictate how your body functions to begin with, correct? Yeah. Um, and so the, the better the fuel, the better your body operates. Exactly. Um, and uh, it's obvious that, you know, when we, um, when we're enjoying ourselves and having, having items that maybe have less nutritious value, our body becomes a little sluggish. And we just don't function the way we, we would like, and, and it has that, that great impact. Um, but, and, but I think one of the things that we also look at too, is we look at ease versus 
you know, it's important. Um, and, yeah. and part of it could be more of a, a financial factor as well. Is that fair? Um, yeah, 100%. So it's so really, if someone is cautious and wants to be cautious in terms of um, the intake and want to be more on a holistic side, um, what would be some suggestions in terms of how they can get the uh, that natural foods in um, if they're on a little bit of a budget, if they're if they're if they have some constraints? Yeah. So again, like doing doing what you can in the moment. So like making those healthier choices. Like if you're stuck between a donut and an apple, like pick the apple. Sure. <laughs> but um, something a lot of people forget about or maybe don't realize is that frozen fruits and vegetables are still good. Um, you lose some nutrients in some processes with freezing, but for example, berries are so full of antioxidants that even if you freeze them and they lose half their nutritional value, that percentage of antioxidants that you're taking in is still going to do wonders for your body. It's still enough. Mm -hmm. So remembering that you can get, you know, frozen fruits, frozen vegetables. So they're on hand, they're in the freezer, they're not going to go bad. Um, and they're typically a little cheaper because you can buy like a big bag of berries, a big bag of mixed greens, um, and it's there for you. So that when you don't have time, when you don't have energy, um, and you maybe can't afford to buy like a big bundle of organic vegetables, um, that's still a healthy option. And you're still going to get healthy nutrition from that. Yeah, and I th that's that's sound advice. And I mean, I wouldn't have never thought that uh, the frozen food aisle will actually have some some good uh, all, or options in terms of just getting the nutrients that we're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and really, I mean, I think one of the things that we we just uh, we should always strive for is just making sure that um, we learn to enjoy, you know, the natural aspect of, of food. Um, and not have to always rely on things that are, are um, processed for us or, or just a simple way out um, because you can actually get a lot more nutrients actually going that route. And, and just um, the food, I would imagine, you know, actually, I know for a fact that the food tastes better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as well. Yeah, mindset is a huge part of anything, honestly. It's a huge for working out, for your job, for your family, for your, like, nutrition for your whole life. And being excited about a berry smoothie is going to make that smoothie taste awesome. Mm -hmm. Being like, oh, I have to get my berries in. Yeah. You're not going to enjoy it as much. So just remembering that healthy foods can taste good and you can make them great um, is huge. Yeah. And, and so what about, um, so speaking with that, you know, one of my big pitfalls, and I'm going to admit it right now, is I have a savory you know, I'm big yeah. on my savory items, love my chips. And it's obvious that chips in general are not technically good for you. Not the best option. <laughs> not the best option. Okay. So now there are all these other options where it's, you can get cauliflower chips and kale base. And it's obvious that it sounds better. And so really, um, it's a way to gravitate towards an alternative to like your standard potato chips and, and that sort. But how much, is it really a healthier snack? Maybe that's my question. No, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's not because potatoes are actually really good for you. Potatoes have so many minerals and nutrients that you need. It's what we do with the potatoes that's the problem. Yeah. So a cauliflower chip or a sweet potato chip, it's still fried and covered in salt and oil. It's not good for you. Yeah. Um, it's, I guess it's a good way to change your mindset. Like, oh, I eat cauliflower chips all the time. Maybe I like actual cauliflower. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing that because you want to be healthier, you're maybe missing the mark a little bit. Yeah. And I, and I, I think there's, there's, that's one of the things out there is that there's a lot of, there are a lot of things that could be a little bit of a misconception. Yeah. Um, just simply labeling something that uh, with a, a nut more nutritious item doesn't necessarily mean that it's better for you. Yeah. Everyone should be aware of marketing and the fact that at the end of the day, like what you're buying in stores comes from a company. They want to make sales. And with people starting to think more healthfully, they're going to grab onto that. They're going to try and make you think what you're taking in is healthy because it helps them. Sure. And even if they're not being malicious, it's a detriment to our health because those sweet potato chips are not any healthier than regular old lace. So with, with that said, I mean, uh, if you're talking about holistic approach, holistic nutrition, what would be the one key factor that you would say makes holistic nutrition, holistic nutrition? What's the one key factor that someone should pay attention to? Uh, whole foods just focusing on trying to eat things in their natural state. So, you know, if you're going to eat fruit, eat a banana, eat an apple, eat a handful of berries, don't eat the prepackaged smoothie from Jamba Juice. If you're going to mm -hmm. eat meat, know how it's sourced. Um, just try and get things as natural as you can. Yeah. I, I think that's uh, I think that's really good advice. And uh, especially for any one of us who is, any one of us who is actually looking to be better, eat better, feel better, um, want to change the way um, we approached our lives in terms of just making sure that we're taking a, a healthier, natural approach is, is stick with the whole, whole food items. Yeah. Start with that. And, and then that should change uh, not only our our mind and our spirit, and but definitely our body as well. Okay. And then we can expand off that. Is that a fair? Fair statement? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, now, some some of the things that we want to look at, uh, um, maybe some some points in terms of key takeaways for this. Uh, Plant-based or plant-forward approach um, with the whole foods is, is a big factor. Um, Darren, you mentioned just as important in terms of the food itself. It's just making sure that we're keeping our, our, our bodies healthy. So more moving, um, the more active we are, the more we can get seen in health and fitness, the long, the, the better we feel. Right. Um, and I think the biggest thing is just finding a way to limit the stuff that actually is not vitalizing our bodies, um, the processed foods and the stuff that Sounds good, but may not necessarily be good for you. Exactly. Is is that a, is that a good statement? Yes. Yeah, okay. that's fair. <laughs> All right. So um, 
And I think one of the biggest things, uh, you know, uh, the thing about holistic living, it doesn't have to be challenging. Um, it can be a little bit difficult because we're, but difficulty sounds like it's more of a mindset than anything else. Yeah. It's just changing your habits at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. Improving those habits can go a very long way in terms of how we set ourselves forward in terms of whatever we, we are looking to do and, and what approach that we're actually taking. Um, so great thing that we have is we have someone like Darian on our staff that gives us that information. Um, but we definitely look forward to hearing more about the mind mindfulness side of things and a spirit side of things as well. Um, and um, we'll look forward to another conversation with Darian in regards to that too. Right. Well, Darren, I appreciate your time and I appreciate all the information that you provided. Yeah, this is great. Great. Thanks.